Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Rochelle DeMeo. She's a language specialist, French instructor, author, speaker, and translator. Rochelle, welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity, Christopher. So you do one thing that I love more than most things in life, which is language. I wish all of us understood at least two languages because it's one of those things where a person's language is a, is a portal into a person's soul. So tell us how you ended up becoming a language specialist, Rochelle. Mm-hmm. So um, I was actually born and raised in gorgeous south of France <laughs> um, by an American Italian father and a British mother. So I was raised bilingual, English, French, and then multicultural. And I also speak Italian. I was really passionate about languages and other cultures, really starting at a very young age. And then later on decided that I wanted to be a French teacher. So I taught middle school and high school. And then I was a former college professor for nine years. I taught at different institutions. And I just noticed that in my teaching journey, I've taught like different companies such as like Northrop Grumman or entire companies that would t- teach their employees French because they realized that sometimes there was a barrier with some of their clients or some of their customers. And by knowing different languages, understanding the culture, it really truly helped them better themselves, but also it really helped with their business professionally. And why do you think it helped them professionally in their business? Well, the thing is like anything to do with business or life in general is usually, in my opinion, based on relationships. And so even if you can have a really good rapport with your clients, if you have that extra touch of speaking their language or speaking several languages, knowing about their culture, it's just something that is quite unique and that really sets you apart from other individuals or other companies. That's great. And you also stress one thing too, because frankly, as Americans, I mean, I don't know many Americans that don't like France or Italy. So it's one of those two things where it's like you are, you're raised in France, you have a background that's time, but both of those countries are, are prized and it's also the most visited countries in the world. So what do you think French and French people are Italian? Like you can pick France, France first because it's like from, because I'm a branding guy, I'm a business guy. And I always say that it's so important to have a certain brand in your case, the fact that you can speak French is insane. So what do you feel that the French language or the French people, you feel that that really helps you stand out? Well, the thing with the French language in general, I'm at, well, I mean, it's spoken over five continents, like more than half of Africa is French speaking and so forth, but it's also a language that's really used professionally and certain organizations such as the UN, the Olympics, that is their language. Their communication is done in French. So while it's easy to think that everything is possibly done in English, there are a lot of organizations that the primary language is French for soccer, for instance, that would be another example. And so like, even if I, I, it's obvious for me to want to promote my native language of French, I feel there's just so many advantages to knowing other languages and you can prevent diseases like Alzheimer's, but it just, it makes you a more well-rounded person, but it helps you professionally, personally, whether you're traveling, you know, I, I mentioned about relationships, and yes, of course, French being my native language and something I'm passionate about because the French are known for many, many things, as well as Italians, then it's something, <laughs> of course, I promote a little bit more, you know? Well, that's great. And you, you mentioned that you're an author. So what specifically did you write about? So um, the first book I wrote was 900 pages. It was a textbook for college use for learning French. So 
lessons, um, videos, audios, and then practice exercises. And I created that over the course of eight years when I was teaching college and realizing that the textbooks that were being used were so poorly explained that students would come back and ask questions. And so I just started creating handouts for them just to explain things that they couldn't understand in the textbook. And especially for online courses, they needed a verbiage that was a little bit more simple. So I started doing that. And then after eight years, I had hundreds and hundreds of pages and decided to publish it into a textbook. And that was kind of the first thing. The other books I've written are also geared towards language learning. One's called French Plus. It is all about um, maintaining a language past learning it. And um, I've written a book on how to raise bilingual, multilingual, multicultural children, the way I was raised and the way I'm raising my children. And should I add my husband? <laughs> That's amazing. And let's talk about the, the French language because you are so passionate about that. Let's say for me, I was telling you before our, our podcast began that I was born and raised in New York, but my parents are Chinese. They're from Hong Kong and they insisted that we go to Chinese school for 13 years. And I didn't appreciate it as a kid, but now looking back, the Chinese language is very, very beautiful. It's all symbols that you place together. So let's say, for instance, the symbol, for, like for instance, mother, you're a mother, and the symbol for mother is the character on the left means woman, and the character on the right means horse. And it might seem odd, but it doesn't, if you understand Chinese culture in that, the horse in the Chinese history is revered, it's elegant, it's powerful. So when you combine a, a horse, and a woman that's mother because a woman a mother is elegant powerful graceful and a mother so it's just fascinating so i'm curious with the french language what are some things that you find really interesting and, and unique that, that you can share with our listeners well with the french language i mean the french are known for inventing a lot of things i mean even simple things like when you open up a can of tuna fish and you're like oh, i wonder who invented a, a can of something you know well something simple like that a parisian invented to preserve food and the king had the king had said you know if, if somebody can show a way to preserve food, he'll be recompensed. And so that's kind of what happened. But the French have invented a lot of things. They invented French cinema, for instance. Like even if now American movies are a little bit more popular, the French are actually the ones who created, who invented cinema with um, the Frères Lumière, like the Lumière brothers. And so the French, you know, you know, a lot of people know them for their cuisine because even presidents have hired French chefs to work at the White House. And um, of course they're known for food and wine and people think of the beautiful views when you travel in France, of course, those are things that um, can be considered, but the French also colonized many parts of the world, which is one of the reasons a lot of these places are still French speaking today. Yeah, but what about the actual language? Like for instance, like cure, I think means like courage or even like there's English words that come from the French background. I mean, are there certain words that fascinate you with the actual language? Because you teach language, mm -hmm. I'm just curious. You can break down some of the root meanings and does that ever fascinate you? Yes, yes, yes. So a lot, it, it does fascinate me. And um, there's actually over hundreds of words that are both the same in English and French. It's just the pronunciation differs because you accentuate the last syllable in, in the French language, like the word attention in English will be attention versus in French, same word, attention. And then mm -hmm. you're putting the emphasis on the end. And so many words are, are derived from French and English. But what's funny is that some of the words that we use in, in, in the English language that are derived from French literally don't have the same equivalent. So it's it, it just like, if you look at how it's broken up, it's just the context is the way it's used can be a little bit different. But um, also the French have adopted a lot of words from the English language, sandwich being one of them and many others. And as um, like we have more and more uh, language and different uh, slang, a lot of Anglicisms come into the French language as well. 
Interesting. The last question I have, Rochelle, is what do you think that all of us can do to, to have more of this bilingual mindset or just encourage more people, whether you're a parent or not, to really learn a language? What's, what's one thing you think we can, we can do, like join Duolingo? Or what, what's like kind of a first step thing that you suggest that people that want to learn more about languages, regardless of what language it is? Yeah, so I'm actually working on a YouTube series um, right now, and it's going to be 10 steps, actually a little secret, it's 11 steps on how you can learn any language. Because I believe that people do see the importance of learning language and they know that it helps in many, many areas of their life, whether it's professional or personally, but often people don't know how to learn. And what happens is that um, I've seen students literally become fluent in six months just from knowing different factors, such as knowing their learning style, their personality type different habits that they establish daily, knowing their psychological needs and how to meet them and different factors that sadly aren't really taught in institutions that aren't used. And then also I think it's knowing um, you're more about how you're learning, the environment in which you're learning. So like the choice of colors, sounds, scents, all of that comes into play. So when people know that they can learn and that the individual should be, it should, it's really based on an individual basis but because people don't know how to learn, that's what often causes them to not learn a language or anything else. And then that's one component. But the other second component is once they've learned a language, it's how do you maintain it? So again, those daily habits that you establish, and I teach my students um, all about this in, in the courses I have at Belter Academy, but um, it's really individualized learning so that you work with what, how you are as an individual to learn the language and then maintain it for a lifetime. That's great. Rochelle, thanks so much for sharing your thoughts with us today. How can our guests stay in touch with you? I appreciate the opportunity so much. So um, I am, um, I'm on YouTube, just Rochelle DeMeo. Uh, you can also look up RochelleDeMeo.com or um, for French courses and other courses I offer, it's BelterAcademy.com. Um, and then I'm, I'm on a lot of social media, whether it's Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, people connect me just by looking up Rochelle DeMeo. Great, Rochelle, thanks again for your time. Have a great day. Thank you, you too, I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you wanna turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.